money. Girl, get your money. Sex. Ain't no humping going around over here. Relationships. <clears throat> Current events. New York Times Sunday paper says here. Controversy. I don't know about you, but I got a vent. It all gets covered here. It's time to reshape. Girl, fix those panties. Recreate. Fuck your mind up. And motivate your mindset. What mindset, girl? I've been talking to y'all for three years. Y'all still ain't can't get it right. So, get ready for that cigar smoking. Girl, I love a good cigar. Cupcake loving. Ooh, I gotta lay off those cupcakes. They making my butt a little too big. Coffee drinking shopaholic. The coffee is staining my teeth and I got more clothes than the law should allow. Your sis and mine, MJ. Hey, dear sis family, it's your girl, MJ. I'm back at it again today. I have missed you guys. I am ready to drop a dope episode, so I'm going to just jump right into it. Dating is still definitely a slippery slope. Everyone is all over the place. Just recently, I got blocked and deleted because I called someone weird. You were definitely weird for blocking and deleting me because I just felt like you were coming off as a weirdo. And oftentimes people are definitely weirdos in their own right because I'm a bit of a witty, not weirdo person, but definitely a different person when it comes to this thing called life and the whole dating realm is interesting. I am still seeing Chevelle, but I'm also open to dating other people. It's nothing exclusive because I feel like this point in my life, no one actually deserves me. And that may be shallow or a little bit of vain. I shouldn't say a little bit of vain or just showing vanity, but it really isn't. It's just that as I entered this new life with myself, when I turned 47, July 3rd, I just decided that I'm going to have to look out more for me when it comes to my heart, giving back and be more transparent with who I am and what I want to do in this world we live in today. Leah is finally deciding on what she wants to do. I told her ass to get a job at Burger King. I said, get a job at Burger King. I will no longer financially support you fully the way you want me to because you want to be lazy. And also, you have to find a school you want to go to, whether that's community college or regular college. I don't give a damn. And I believe that college today is the biggest scam out there. So go to a trade school, my friend. You'll find something a little bit more settling for you when you decide what you want to do. Because right now, I can't make that conscious decision for you because I'm no longer your age. I'm off doing my own thing. And I want to support you as best as I can. Sadly, this may not be the case. You need to find you a little summer job. And I shouldn't say little because I hate to use that word. You need to find you a summer job in order for you to grow in whatever you want to do. Go flip a burger or two. Fry some fries. Just don't eat the food and stay away from the soda products. I highly suggest. That's it. And you'll be fine. Other than that, I don't know what else to tell you, sis. So that's where I am with Leah and her whole to-do on what she wants to do. Next, comedy. Comedy have definitely opened up for me. I'm excited about it. I'm doing a lot of dope things with it. I'm just like all over the place, all over the place in a sense of open mics, getting on stage, making myself available, showing my presence, and just being there all in the moment. I'm exceptionally funny. And I go off of what the people say, not so much of what I say, because self-praise is no praise at all, right? Right. So that's just where I am. I have a show coming up July 29th, Trenton Social Club here in Trenton, New Jersey. 
I'm excited. And then I also have another show August 24th in New Hope at John and Peter's. Yes, New Hope, Pennsylvania, John and Peter's. So I'm really excited about that. And oftentimes people ask me, are you nervous? Are you excited? I'm a little bit of both because it's not that I don't want to mess up because we all mess up when it comes to entertainment, but just sticking to it and being faithful and being transparent and showing up and recognize that you have people that are laughing at you, laughing with you, laughing for you, and just looking at you are totally different things, right? Right. So I'm just here for the moment. I am definitely here for a good time and a long time. I see myself doing this longevity, definitely a long time. And I have to thank my dear sis family because if it wasn't for you guys, like really preaching and pouring into me about how funny I am, I would have not done this because not to say that I'm scared because I'm not scared at all. It's just that this is a whole new different look, a new view, a new era, a new location, a new everything, brand new things. Sometimes we're often afraid of because we don't know what the consequences are and we don't know where we're going to get into. And fear is definitely not a factor for me. So that's where I am as far as comedy. That's where I am as far as dating. That's where I am as far as my daughter is concerned. I'm about to strangle her, but she'll be all right. We'll figure it out on the way. I told her ass, she better get a job at Burger King some goddamn where, because I will no longer support you fully to the finances that you prefer when you can get up and do your own goddamn thing. Well, you guys know what time it is. I don't know about you, but I got a vent. New York Times Sunday's paper says here. So everybody is like in a big to-do about the whole Barbie thing. Just a sidebar, I wasn't a Barbie girl at all. As a matter of fact, I really didn't care for Barbie because there was no dolls that looked like me when I was born. And of course, I was born in the 70s and the Barbie didn't come out until like what, 1980? On March 9th, 1959, Barbie was unveiled to the world wearing her famous black and white striped bathing suit and open-toed heels. Skip that. Frank, rewind that. I was born, but at the same time, I wasn't really going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over Barbie because... She was definitely too thin. I was already thin. So I really didn't care about that. My hair was long. I had Jerry curls. But I wasn't like in a big to-do with it. And everybody's like stinking going crazy about it. So this one article says here, this young lady, she owned over 600 Barbie dolls in her room. First of all, I don't want that many goddamn plastic Barbie dolls in my room. I will be scared as fuck of a Barbie doll. Lastly... I don't have time to cater to them. Of course, they're going to stand up, sit down, be on their bench, be in their car, be wherever they're going to be. But that's just not my thing. I was more so into Cabbage Patch dolls because I find that they were bigger. I can hold them. I could put them in their strollers. I could fix their hair, even though they had like cotton hair. I could fix their hair. I could change their clothes. I even talked to them. But I had a collection of those dolls where I could prance around the house and take outside. These goddamn Barbie dolls, if you put them up and you move their body, you'll break a leg. Not with the cabbage patch. You couldn't do that because they were stuffed and they were cute and fluffy. Barbie wasn't my thing. So everybody's going crazy about a Barbie doll. I'm saying to myself, I wasn't really obsessed at all 
well, maybe I wasn't such a girly girl. Of course I was a goddamn girly girl. I had jerry curls. But the whole big to-do was not a big to-do. Everything was pink. Then Ken came along and that was like her boo, which I couldn't understand. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm eight or 10 or 11 and she got a whole boyfriend? Wow, this is interesting. So I really couldn't get into the whole thing about the Barbie doll shit. They'd have made a movie about it. They'd have made everything about it. This lady was six years old and one day she went shopping with her mom and she noticed a Barbie down the aisle. Of course, she's Spanish, Caucasian or whatever. I didn't have that same glory as far as walking down the aisle in Woolworth or McCrory's or some goddamn where and I saw a black Barbie doll. No. I didn't have that experience. But with the Cabbage Patch, they came in all different colors. Not sure what year they came out. And I really don't care. But I was more fantasized, not obsessed, more fantasized about them because they were just bigger and something I could hold. And they came with a collection of stuff. They come in this big ass box. They had their clothes. You could get a stroller. You could get whatever you want for these dolls. And then you had the ball headed cabbage patch. And then you had the newborn cabbage patch. And then you had another cabbage patch was kind of like your boo. Not really your boo. I would say like your neighbor or your good friend. Because every girl had like a guy friend and every guy had like a girlfriend. Right? And nothing like togetherness. Just like friendship. And that's what I thought cabbage patch brought. But Barbie did nothing for me. Nothing at all. I believe my mother had May bought me one Barbie doll and it's still in a box because it's like the 20th anniversary of something. What are we celebrating? 20 years of what? Of Barbie? I just thought it was a big hype, a big to do for nothing. And mm, maybe I shouldn't say nothing because the girls might feel some type of way. However, I wasn't, I wasn't that girl. I didn't have a Barbie jacket. I didn't have a Barbie hat. I didn't do any of that bullshit. I think I probably had a Cabbage Pat hat and a Cabbage Pat bag, but I did not have a Barbie doll collection of any sort. Wasn't really interested. And a lot of times their hair was too goddamn nappy when I went to comb it. I just couldn't do it. And then it comes off. Like the head would come off and you'll be fucked with a bald headed Barbie. I just was done. So I wasn't really a Barbie girl. Yeah, I wasn't. And I'm sorry for the people that are or still into Barbies and feel like Barbie is like the best thing. They got this big movie out. People are walking all around looking plasticky as they do in real life right now. People are even becoming Barbies, like lifestyle Barbies. Like, wow, is that really a thing? I'm scared. I'm really scared at you. I don't want to look at you if you're a life-size Barbie. I don't. I don't want to go near you. It's too much for me. I, I don't understand what people are thinking. And of, of course, they made millions and trillions of dollars for it because it sells, it's entertainment, it's a lifestyle, it's a collection of something. It really wasn't a collection for me, but I'm just one person out of what, 7.5 billion or maybe eight. I'll have to do the math. I'll get Frank to help me with that because I'm almost scared with this whole goddamn thing and this whole Barbie world. Even the guys tapped into it. Like, Ken was like your only friend? Like, okay, no, I'm done with the Barbie life. So that's my to-do when it comes to Barbie because I'm over it. Good luck. I say kudos to you in your Barbie collection. Pick me up in your Ferrari, in your convertible. I'll be waiting outside. Hopefully I can fit my toe in it. 
But if not, keep moving. Because the Cabbage Patch, they had like a van and everything. They were big people who were living about the world and doing their own goddamn thing. I'm just a Cabbage Patch girl. I mean, I digress when I say that, but I'm totally a Cabbage Patch girl all the way. Listen, it's your girl, MJ. Let's connect, discuss, and make some shit happen. Peace. You've been listening to the Dear Sis Podcast. Visit us online at dearsis.world today to leave a message or ask a question for our monthly Q&A with MJ.